Oh, nice. We're making an ASMR. AS- ASMR? Yeah. What's, what's that? I don't know what it stands for, but it's like these, it's like this new trend of videos where people just like make sounds kind of, I guess. Yeah. I should know what that is being a somewhat audio person, but. Yes. Okay. For some reason, I don't. Well, we can look it up later. And again, we're picking up weird radio waves. Uh, This one is currently playing Waterfalls by TLC. (laughs) Some random, obscure, rogue radio wave is breaking into this. None of that is useful, no. It's all unuseful. <laughs> I was saying usable. Oh, usable? <laughs> okay. Okay. So, X-Men. X-Men. Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. Number two chronological. The, number two chronological. So the whole way we actually kind of got into this, if anyone is curious, is... Because of one division, one division, one one. Oh, should we? We should probably intro the podcast that we're doing. Okay. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to. Do you want me to pause this? Hi, I, hi I'm Matt. I'm Serena. And this is our podcast. We hope you enjoy it, um, and I hope that me hitting the table just didn't explode your eardrums. Uh, so we are chugging along on our way through the X-Men anthology. Uh, not in order of release date, though, chronologically in the timeline that they have set out for us. So, uh, right now, the last episode, if you chimed in, it was... Origins, X-Men Origins, the earliest X-Men to date that was recorded on film, at least in their history. Um, now we're jumping to the next one. And this one's kind of weird because technically, yes, the bulk of the movie happens after, right after Origins. But it also seems like it starts off like it's sort of framed in the future, like farther than we've ever gone before. So I didn't know where it would have been put just naturally. Like I didn't know if it would be like after the Brian Singer directed originally like X-Men X2 Last Stand films or if it would be put after the uh, uh, the earlier ones with, uh, I guess they call the, 
the McAvoy timeline. And thank you to pocketlint.com to answer that question for us. So, yeah. So, technically, it begins in 2023, which was after Logan's adventure in the Wolverine. Logan's excellent adventure. <laughs> yes. I'm reading from MDIB. But MDib. anyway, so it's 2023, which if you think about it, it was only two years from now. And that looked like a grim future. For that us. did look a, like a very grim future for us being prodded like cattle in different like tubes of. Uh, I don't know. Well, it seemed like there's these big like pathways or whatever, and it seemed like they're all enclosed. Kind of like the shark encounter at SeaWorld where you go under the the little tubey thing. Which I, my um, high school had a prom there in the shark encounter. In the, in the tube? No, no, in the tube, oh. like in the, at the end, like the theater area. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where the, where the big mouth is? Uh-huh, I think so. Okay. Yeah. At the very end of it, I guess. Anyway. We kind of started watching this whole X-Men thing. Yes, we started watching the whole X-Men thing. I'm going to say is because of WandaVision. Yes. We get introduced to Quicksilver. We do get introduced to Quicksilver. On WandaVision. And that's when you told me, oh, he's actually on the X-Men. So have you not seen the um, Days of Future Past and... And all that before I, I said, hey, watch this. Correct. Okay. So that was my first time watching it. Yeah, so yeah. So we actually watched Days of Future Past before we watched First Class. Okay. So Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. We're in this future. Yeah. A dystopian future. A dystopian mm-hmm. future of 2023 where these sentinels basically are hunting down all of the mutants. Yes. And these sentinels were created again from Mystique's blood. Raven's yeah. blood DNA. Yeah. I would expect these sentinels to be a little bit more bluer. Yeah, they weren't blue at all. Yeah. They were like machines and they could basically change and they could absorb or deflect any sort of power that the other X-Men's were throwing at them in this like battle. Adapt. Yeah. Yeah. Which, man, that girl is like a key figure in like all the stories. I Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So... They're losing this battle against the Sentinels, and it's like old Magneto and mm-hmm. old Xavier. From and this is kind of a cool thing that, like, when I first saw the movie, I was like, "Whoa!" Because it's uh, Serene McC- McKellen and uh, Sir Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Gotta have he this. Is, sir? Uh, he's gotta be right. I don't know. Okay, Raven kills the her creator, which like kind of sets off the Sentinels, and so they 
need to go yeah. back to the future to stop her from right. doing that in mm-hmm. order to prevent this whole sentinel war. Right, right. So they found out that um, there's the, the Peter Dinklage, the guy, guy who um, Peter Dinklage plays, Trask? Or is that just the company? Yeah, um, yeah basically he's come up with the Sentinel program that gets laughed out of getting into... Um, Trask. Oh, Trask. Um, the Congress says, no, we're not going to do that. And then once Mystique kills him, uh, they then go, oh, we should probably do this. Yeah. And then, so there's, basically, it's not necessarily a mission to stop or defeat Trask. It is a mission to stop Mystique. Yeah. So they can send someone back into time, but only Wolverine can withstand the time travel, basically. We meet up with... Now, a younger Wolverine, basically, because his consciousness has gone back, and he has to convince young Professor Xavier, who's basically, like, holed up with Beast in his mansion. Right, right. Kind of all by himself, and Mm -hmm. doesn't even know what X-Men's school is or anything like that, because it's, like, a different past basically in a way yeah right and so he has to convince him like hey we got to go find mystique we got to stop her and then i can't remember why they need what do they need quicksilver for so what they did was um or one of the stipulations that before um wolverine went back in time he said, first, you know, Professor X is like, okay, go find me. We have to go get Mystique. And then Magneto is like, also, you're going to need to find me as well. Mm. Oh, it, yeah. Because she's been like influenced by me or, you know, like. Yeah. So I, you're going to, like, I, I was part of the reason why she went on the the bad path so yes you'll need to find me yeah it's really kind of interesting because you have like wolverine who's has to kind of remind professor x or like convince him to be professor x yeah Mm -hmm. and the professor x that we left in um first class is not the same like because he seems kind of like hopeful and he is just destitute. He's yes. got, he's got the long hippie hair going. He's been getting serums from oh, yeah, to block his to, yeah. He hasn't been in Cerebro for yeah. years and years. Yeah. He's just really like um sad about the whole like the Raven Mystique thing. Mhm. Feels that he's failed her and all that. So um, kind of like fall, fall from where we first or last left off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I thought that the 
Evan Peters Quicksilver was pretty cool. I mean, he yeah. did some cool stuff. Pretty yeah. Fast. Yeah. Did, what did you think of the? Um, There's like a cool kitchen. Yeah. Fight scene that reminded me very much of like, um, like the first guy Richie, like Sherlock Holmes, when everything is like slowed down and like oh you know, definitely like slow motion. Like that's kind of what that fight. It wasn't even really much of a fight scene because it's just like Evan Peters like running circles. Everyone else is slowed down. But yeah. He's like changing people's mm-hmm. hats and like turning bullets around and like playing with people. Yeah. Yeah. And so I thought that that was like a really fun. Yeah. Scene. That's def- that definitely is probably like the one of the big highlights of that movie. Yeah. Um. I just I loved his portrayal in, in general. I mean, we could just basically spend this whole podcast talking about uh, Quicksilver and, and Evan Peters. Um, could we? I think we could. I mean, it's it. <laughs> it's actually really really interesting, especially be, to you know bringing in like one division and um, uh, just sort of like those little parallels. So. Uh, you know, one big kind of thing that you notice is a big um, story plot point in the MCU with um, with Wanda, the um, was the second Avengers movie, uh, Age of Ultron. That's where we meet Wanda and Pietro. Now um, we find out that they're orphans, like their parents were killed by a bomb, like a Stark Industries like missile or whatever. Um, and so there's this whole like trauma with that. And then in this movie, Quicksilver has parents. And again, I don't know what the real uh, origin of Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are, like if they're orphans or not or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but also they're not um, living in uh, Sokovia. No. This is basically like a a universe where Pietro is Peter Maximoff and has grown up in America in DC mm-hmm. or right outside of DC or whatever. I thought it was really just like his sort of intro was really funny where they go to meet him and he was not hiding his mutant powers at all. Yeah. Like he's having fun with it mm-hmm. where he's, you know, kind of zipping around and he like even when his, they go to the door and his mom's like, OK, what did he do now? Like he's just infamous for stealing things like in the in the basement. He has just like all of these like racks of things that he's stolen. And he has like arcade games and all that that he's playing. And it's just sort of like the sort of cockiness of like, yeah, I'm not going to hide this because nobody would even believe you if you told them. So, you know, whatever. Why? And so um, that whole like little bit was really fun. He has this kind of cockiness about him or this kind of sneakiness about him. Uh-oh, and, uh, baby. You want to pause this? Sure.
So, um, actually, I looked it up on... Um, the, the baby's okay, by the way. Oh, are the babies okay? <laughs> yeah. Do we have babies here? <laughs> yeah, one of them cried. Oh, my goodness. That's why we had to pause it. We did, we did. But uh, you went out and you you fixed it. I fixed the baby. You fixed the baby. Got what, did, <laughs> what did you look up while I was fixing the baby? Um, I looked up the um, uh, on Wikipedia. They have like the little cast list. Uh-huh. And you can click on some names um, and to see what they're, you know, what's the deal with them. And I looked up at Patrick Stewart and saw, indeed, he is a sir. Oh. So. Wonderful. There we go. How, how, it's so good for him. It's very good for him, yes. That's so nice. He's who, knighted and everything. Who knighted him? Uh, I would assume the Queen of, of England. Is she the only one who can knight? I, I think so, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. I mean, she... That's like her, her basic thing. <laughs> Not like ruling the country. Like her main basic thing is. Oh, Parliament does that. Oh, I don't know. If if I if I understand the uh, the way Britain works, I don't know. I assume that, but you know, whatevs. Um, I feel though, like Parliament is is mainly in charge of Britain. And when I talk about Parliament, I mean the band from the 70s. Okay. So, yes. So we see Quicksilver break out Magneto from prison, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And then they all kind of go on their mission. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. Okay. Maybe not. (laughs) Sorry. Um... To go stop Raven Mystique. Yes. And essentially, they do stop her. Yeah. But then, as I predicted, Magneto went kind of rogue again. Like, he didn't follow the plan like he was supposed to. Right, right, no. And so then she actually ends up getting shot in the crossbow in some sort of crossfire showdown. And so then they get her blood and DNA anyway, even though essentially Wolverine completed his mission. Right, right. Because his whole thing was like, okay, Mystique, you are way too, like you're saying, like way too important to have, or um, you're way too much of a risk. You're, which is funny because in um, in the old movie in the 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 previous movie he thought her mutation or her mutantness was perfection. So I'm trying to think. Oh, so like Trask got basically rejected by the government. Yeah. So then he goes straight to Nixon. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of fun. Like, yeah, I always kind of think it's fun to see like presidents and movies and stuff. Right, right. And so then Mystique's back on the mission to kill Trask, but 
and he's like showing off the sentinels and then Eric gets there and he basically magnetos everything like a whole football stadium like he's like yeah. full destruction mode oh yeah and what was his motivation like so what he was trying to do first off was um he was controlling the little sentinels so he's basically mm-hmm. sabotaging it's it's basically he's iron manning to the the whole situation where you have like, hey, whoa, check out all my my cool weapons. And then goes haywire, and now I look bad. So he's trying to make everybody publicly, because this was being recorded, oh, lose yes. faith in him. Okay, yeah. Um, and then he threw the, um, like the football field or the football stadium to around the uh the white house um closing it off right so then he could just sort of like have his moment and then say yeah you do have a right to fear us because we're better than you and it's not gonna be a fight like basically sending out the wrong message yeah sending the message that's going to carve the fade out to the x-men so how did they save the day? They shut down the Sentinel program because it. she was going to kill Nixon. Something she like that. She pretended she was Nixon. That's right. Yes. The old switcheroo. The old switcheroo. Yeah. She pretended. Which convinced him like we should not do this Sentinel program or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because that's also one of the big things is like the first time that like Mystique isn't Mystique until she kills Trask. Mm-hmm. And um, that um, as soon as they can like get her before that happens, then everything will be fine and that dark future doesn't happen. Then, like, when they finally they finally get to her and at the end and she turns into Nixon, Nixon sees that he's defending her and um, they decommission the program. Okay. And it turns out that um, Trask was doing some illegal stuff, like he was getting funds or... Basically, he gets put. You see that he gets put into prison. Oh, I think he's like selling like insider secrets or doing something with inside information that he shouldn't have been doing. Hmm. And um, to jail he goes. There is the problem with Magneto still being there and being like, "Okay, well, what are we gonna do with this guy? He just completely." was um an obvious jerk to, like he's definitely a threat mm-hmm. and then that's when he does his little fly away yeah so they're back which is cool okay so then you you i think explained this really well during our last podcast it's like he can't actually fly but he's using his 
magnets. Yeah. To. To fly, so like he can't. Yeah, he push he can't fly against. Yeah. Other magnets repel. I guess is the word I'm thinking of. Maybe or so I don't know if he's doing like that or if he's um. I mean, he could be doing that. He could be just making the magnets or the the metal fly because he can like make um metal move around. Oh. So I just thought it might be him going, okay, I'm gonna make all this my metal suit metal that I'm wearing yeah. fly. Yeah, I'm gonna make the metal that I'm wearing fly. Oh. Thus that means I'm flying. But mm. But then again, if the source is coming from him, like the guy's watch, you know, he, if he can like uh, from the, the last movie, he can like move around his wrist because I don't know if it's um, something with him. His magnetism or maybe I don't I don't know how Magneto works exactly, but yeah, we'll just say that he moves his sexual magnetism. Yes, yes, that moves him around, moves him around. Hmm. Okay. Um, would you like to hear some trivias? I would. The original Days of Futures Past comic mentioned time travel from the year 2013, which is the same year in which filming began. Oh, wow. But this one, the film is implied to take place in 2023. So I don't know what you were doing in 2013, but again, glad glad those sentinels didn't make it through yeah because we'd be screwed right there's a whole thing about pietro and the whole age of ultron x-men crossover his slow motion sequence was filmed with mostly practical visual effects and with cgi used only for the objects in mid-air oh like the there's like the super Whatever, there's something that's like um, spilling in in midair, and he just kind of like sticks his finger out and tastes it. Oh, one thing we didn't talk about with this was this whole striker guy. Striker, striker, striker. That's an airplane joke. So the guy who plays the young striker also plays Juggernaut or something. Oh, really? He was, he, oh, okay, he was going to be cast as a young Juggernaut, but then when Juggernaut was written out of the movie, he was offered the role of young William Stryker. Oh, okay. Who's the guy who makes Wolverine Wolverine. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, I'd, I thought that was just kind of so interesting with like Wolverine's kind of dynamic young Wolverine. Because... They just send future Wolverine's consciousness back into young Wolverine's body. So it's kind mm-hmm. of like he's possessing himself. Mm-hmm. He basically like has no memory of this whole entire movie. And then. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Then he when he's like comes to kind of at the end, they're in the school and everything's like flourishing and he yeah. like sees Jean Grey and he's like. Oh, hey, baby. And then, like, Scott is there, and he's like, why are you talking to my girlfriend? He's like, oh, shoot. Like, he didn't know what day it was or, like, what year it was or anything. And so then, yeah, 
um, Xavier's like, do we, like, what have you been doing? <laughs> kind of, right? Yeah, yeah. So you got this cool, like, little moment where, and you see, it's just basically a big cameo yeah. fest. Yes. A, a feast of all these little names. Um, With, I guess I was reading Anna Paquin. She's only on it for three seconds. She doesn't have any lines, and yet she still gets top billing in the credits. Wow. Yeah. It's got to be nice to be Anna Paquin. I know. She's your Oscar winner, Academy yeah. Award winner. Whatever. Right. And you're like eight years old or however old she was. But. Uh, ugh. <laughs> I have not done that with my life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just read this bit of trivia that I think we should talk about for a while. Okay. So in this, like you were saying, Quicksilver or Pietro in Marvel Universe is an orphan Mm -hmm. in Sylvania or wherever it's called. Yeah. What's it called? Oh, uh, Sokovia. Sokovia. He's like an orphan. In this movie, he was a we see like he has a mom, mm-hmm. but we don't really hear mention of a dad or whatever, and he's like this teenage kid. Right. According to this, Magneto is Quicksilver's father. Really? It will be confirmed, spoilers alert, in X-Men Apocalypse, whenever we get to that one. I think that's the, that's next on our list. Oh. <laughs> okay. So do we not so do they not know that? Although never explicitly stated in this movie, it is confirmed in X-Men Apocalypse that Magneto and Quicksilver are father and son. So when they're interacting in this movie, do they not he must not know that he's his dad. Uh, I mean, yeah, he, I don't think that he knows th- that. So it, it might just be, um, you know, him and his mom, like, hooked up or something like that. But then you'd think that... Or, He'd want child support. Yeah. Or wait, know. hold on. Let me... Let me rephrase that because it sounded like I just said um, incestuous things. Um, no, that that Magneto and uh, Quicksilver's, Quicksilver's mom, mom just were a one night stand. Or yeah. But then you'd think that like she would remember that when they came to the door. No. Be- okay. He was yeah, still he, in jail. He was still in jail. Okay. But you would also think that he, if he knew it was his son, he would be like, why are you with these good guys? You should come to the dark side, kind of. Because he's still, like, on the dark side of the mutants, I feel like. He plays along for as long as he needs to to be able to pull off his own agenda. Yeah. And I don't know why they keep getting surprised by that, because that definitely seems to be his, like, M.O. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to have my own bad class mutants right 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 isn't that what all the movies kind of are yeah he because he's basically like 
um, like they're frenemies. They're frenemies. So Professor X is, I feel like, even though he knows that Magneto is a baddie, mm-hmm. he's a bad apple. He's still like, no, there's some like you're one of us. You're you're a mutant. There's still good in you. Like we can embrace this. We should be protecting humanity. Yeah. Um. Like you don't need to do it. Like you definitely see this sort of like. You've just been making wrong decisions, but you're not irredeemable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of relationship. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm excited to find that out. Oh, you know what? No. Um, Apocalypse is not next. Oh, okay. What do we have next coming up? Wolverine, X-Men Origins, Wolverine. Oh, okay. I feel like that's landing the plane talk. Um, and I don't know if we're ready to land the plane on this or what. Oh, I don't know. What else should we talk about? <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah, we did kind of, like, run circles around it. <laughs> not as fast as Quicksilver runs not as, circles Not as it. fast as Quicksilver. It's it a little longer to get around. We did. Yeah, it did. Um, I would say that um, this movie is, is pretty up there in, in terms of X-Men movies for me. Okay. How did, how did you feel about, um, what was your takeaway on... Days of Future Past. I liked it. Yeah. I'm kind of sad. Well, because like we were saying, we actually watched this first like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Which is why I'm looking up so many things on IMDb because I'm like, well, I've watched a lot of things since we watched this movie. So I just kind of forget what was happening. We're kind of... Changing up the format of, of yeah, what we established like a, in the trying last Trying to remember from like a month ago versus yeah. watching it in the moment. But anyway, I did like it. Yeah. Enough that I agreed to do this podcast and watch all of them. So I, I think it was good. But I think I liked X-Men First Class better. Yeah. I just really enjoyed getting to know a lot of the backstory of the characters yeah. in that first one. So, so far that was, I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Better. I mean, it, it was really, you? really good. Um, I don't, I think I just, I think I might have, I like this one. I, um, Days of Future passed a bit better just because I like the, I mean, first class was really, really good. Had the origins thing. Like it's a great, great movie. Um, I really, really liked though the, um, the old cast and the, the new cast being included yeah. in this one. Um, that was really, really fun. And there's just like a, a lot of like really fun moments, I thought, in this. Um, just kind of how they did everything with Wolverine. Um, and um, 
again, Evan Peters, um, just like knocking his scene out of the park, just nailing that um, Quicksilver character really did it for me. Um, Peter Dinklage was fun. He always is in everything that he does. He's, and also now um, he's played a character in both the MCU and in this Marvel world, the Fox Marvel world. Mm. Because he was he played uh, the dwarf guy in Infinity War. Did you know that Trask is the anagram for Stark? Really? Yep. Well, look at that. Did they make up Trask for this movie? Like, is that not a comic thing? I can't. I can't confirm or deny that. I just. That, so that was just that could just, just my trivia's. Okay, so that could have just been something like, oh, well, we can't really use Stark because that's being used by the MCU. So we're gonna we'll use Trask. Well, wow, that's cool. Mm-hmm. A little bit of info. Yeah. Very very nice uh, data mining, info mining in real time, folks. <laughs> um. The filmmakers have officially stated that all the known mutants who are missing in action during the dystopian 2023 scenes have died in the interim off screen. Mm, Yeah. So. Like Mystique, Beast, Angel, Quicksilver, Nightcrawler are all dead in the 2023 version. Or of the world, but now they're alive. Yeah. Because the sentinels. Because of the sentinels. Is that like a common word? Are there is there another movie that has sentinels in it? Well, um, well, there's, uh, I think, Battlestar Galactica. No. Um, uh, but, or is that something else? Um. I do know that in that Sentinels show up in other X-Men movies. Okay. But okay. it's not the same Sentinels that we see here. It's not the evolving. It, it but it is sort of like this um monitoring um they're trying to like snuff out the the mutants kind of thing. Okay. So, I can't really remember because like we watched this so long ago, but was it possible? Would you pause this oh, yeah. movie? Oh, yeah. I guess I, I didn't even set that up well last oh. last time we did it. Did I this. just oh, no, take no. your No, you're sparkle. great. No, I think we just like re- went right into it. And then I was like, oh, wait, this could be confusing if somebody's not already inside my head or our head. <laughs> so we've come up with this rating system. Uh, based off of the the naming of this podcast, do you want me to pause this? Um, being as if uh, yeah, if we were distracted, um, did this movie grip us so much that we would want to pause the uh, the movie, or just let it play, get it over with? I've got I've got Brooklyn Nine Nines to watch. Um, 
so so yeah, a pausing is good. I want to watch it. A let it play is. I really didn't care about it. So, as you were saying, milady. Would you want me to pause this? How many pauses <laughs> do you give it? I give it, oh, or is the number rating system? I don't know. Um, oh, it's in the Matrix. They're called Sentinels. Those are like those. Oh yes, the the little is it the like little kind of uh, squiddy. Yeah, kind of, okay. So those are also called sentinels. Sorry. They probably got that from X Men. Probably. Um, yeah, I want you to pause it. I want to lap up every little moment of X Men Days of Future Past. It's all good to me. It's a bowl of. Delicious comic book uh, satiation. But I have a question for you. Yeah. All right. There's a baby starts screaming. <laughs> you have to run out of the room. Do you want me to pause this? Yeah. Yay! We got. A double pause again. So, so far, we're doing really, really well. But as we have um, previously stated in this podcast, um, for you, this movie just doesn't quite um, surpass first class. It's still like it very enjoyable, but did not beat it. First class is still trailing far ahead first yeah yeah oh it's class yeah cool all right and then i on the other spectrum really enjoyed all the the fancy schmancy bells and whistles of this one hmm, okay there's a lot of fun little gimmicks on it there are yeah there were. but yeah so and i think that's kind of what my Inclination generally goes down for it's the gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> so and now we'll we'll see uh, we'll see next time what we'll be able to do with. Um, oh gosh, we already forgot what the next one is. The next one is X Men Origins Wolverine. I have not seen this movie. I have. You have okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, now we're going into uncharted territory for me. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. So, I saw it in the theater, so whatever year it came out. Yeah. Okay. I think we might go back and forth with this a little bit. Um, and then ultimately it'll just be like movies that you saw. But I think you've seen more of these than I have. So we'll see. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. Cool. And I'm excited, everybody, that you can find us on Spotify. Um, really quick, I'm going to look this up. There's a couple other places you can find us at that I didn't know about, but I just was notified today of that you can check out this. Uh, Wouldn't they already know where they're checking it out? 
Well, I mean, if there's other places, you know, we're available on four platforms, guys. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you could listen for a second time on a different platform. You can check us out on Anchor uh, Podcasts, Anchor FM. Um, you can check us out on Google Podcasts. You can check us out on Radio Public. And you can, of course, check us out right here on the various accessible Spotify. I feel like we're going to be um, jumping on Apple soon. So oh, fine. there's so many places you can check us out at. Not listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've already got seven listens. Got- <laughs> How many of them were me listening to it? Once. Once? Yeah. Was I one of the seven? Well, I, it doesn't have your name specifically on there. Oh, I, can't, I, don't, I don't know who listens to it. I just know that it's been listened to. That's exciting. Yeah. So people are listening. It's the beginning of something. I'm so excited. Are you happy? Yeah. Okay. If you, if you listen to the first one and the second one, like Matt mentioned, we did a slightly different format. Yeah. If you're so inclined, comment which format you preferred so we know what we should do going forward. I kind of liked the first format of actually pausing and talking about it in the that's, moment. That's a good little structure right there. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, with that... I have been Matt. I'm still Serena. And this is... Do you want want me to pause pause this? this?